I'm Brian Myers. I'm Mike Ritalik. I'm Becky Haddad. And this is Owl Pellets, a podcast featuring tips for ag teachers. We are your agricultural education resource across the web, sharing research-based tips and tackling the tough questions facing agriculture teachers every day. Hey, Owl Pellets, welcome back to yet another special edition of Owl Pellets Tips for Ag Teachers. We are talking about the grand challenges facing agriculture and natural resources and how teachers are going to save the world. Isn't that right? How teachers are going to save, ag teachers are going to save the world through the teachgrandchallenges.com project. That again, website is teachgrandchallenges.com. We encourage you all to go check out all the great resources on that website. Uh, those those materials were created by an outstanding group of individuals called the Grand Challenge Ambassadors, and we are lucky to have with us today uh, one of those Grand Challenge Ambassadors, uh, Ashley Gardner. Ashley, welcome to Alpellets. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. As we get started today, Ashley, why don't you tell Chris, Mike, and I a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, so I am a former uh, high school ag science teacher in Dallas. And so with our program, we focused a lot on environmental sustainability and urban agriculture. So we focused a lot on hydroponics, aquaponics, so anything that we can incorporate agriculture into the urban environment. Fantastic. Uh, uh doing some great things there in the great state of Texas. Uh, you're probably aware that you have an, a fellow Texan on the on the call here with you. At least spend a little time there in Texas. Chris Step, you know, we got to talk about it was its own country one time. I know it, all those things. It was the Republic of Texas at one time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciate you as you recognize that it was at one time. So <laughs> Oh, I love I love the people of Texas. It's a great group. But Ashley, your project is called the Urban Heat Island Effect. So tell me a little bit about urban heat islands and what that effect is and, and what ag teachers can find once they get on that website. So urban heat islands basically occur in environments where there is a lot of heat that is built up over time. And with this project, I wanted something to where not only teachers who teach in urban environments, but also teachers in rural environments, if they wanted to expose their students to different um, problems that may be occurring outside of their normal environments. So with the school that I taught at, we also had an urban planning pathway. And so it was really great that we could incorporate the agriculture and urban planning together to see how they work together. I, I really like the idea of this project, uh, Ashley. It's pretty exciting. And um, I know you, you brought on a kind of an urban lens to kind of think about this, but uh, I think even... Um, our students and our ag programs in rural areas can certainly have a conversation about the impact and the value of this. And so raising this as a, as a topic and an interest certainly um, is insightful. And, and I always think about this anytime I watch the weather and you, you look on, on the news and you look at temperatures across maybe the state or the region and how different, different it is in, uh, in those urban areas. And so I, I really, I really appreciate you doing this. So, so tell us a little bit about your interest in this area and why this, you, you landed on this topic and how our egg teachers could use it as a learning tool. Yeah. 
So um, the school I taught at was actually in downtown Dallas, so you can only imagine how hot it got. <laughs> and we also focused on using the actual city as our classroom. So we were able to get our students out a lot to go outside. So with this project, um, it's used as a field study and it can be done either during the school day at school or the students can actually do it at home. So you're basically gonna go out and introduce trees as a solution um, for the urban heat islands. And so the students will go out either with the teachers or on their own and they can do some measurements with the trees. And so we're basically incorporating how the natural resources can actually help with this problem. Um, so when they go out, um, it's pretty simple, but you do have to have an internet connection either with you or a Wi-Fi connection. And they're actually going to go on to a website that was created by Texas Trees Foundations, where they're actually able to go on and log the trees in their area. And Texas Trees Foundation actually used this website as they are writing grants to get money to show the, um, how trees are being eliminated and where they are in different regions. So it's actually, um, they're actually doing it for the greater cause. So they don't know it, but they're, when they plot their trees, they're actually being used for research. That's really interesting, Ashley. I appreciate your, your, your project here. And as I look through it, um, the interesting thing to me is that uh, I really love your, your lesson plan and how it really is, is uh, really a problem solving lesson plan. I mean, you set it up with the problem in the beginning, you have the students work through, you have them collecting data, um, you have them going out and, and, and measuring the trees and, and going to the website. And so um, I just think that's really cool. Uh, have, have you had a chance to use this with students and, and what were their reactions if you did? So number one, the students always love getting out of the classroom. So it's a great project to get them excited about, hey, we're gonna go outside. Um, we actually did it with some of the trees that were in downtown Dallas, and we were actually able to extend it um, to a home project as well. So I had the students to go out in the evenings in their neighborhoods to actually plot the trees in their neighborhood as well. So they really enjoyed it. They were able to get out with their families and do it. And some of them plotted all the trees in their neighborhood. They was like, I got all of them. And so it, they really enjoyed it. It's really neat because it's something different that they haven't really done before. I think too, a lot of us hear the term citizen science. And I think this is an example of how we're engaging our students in that citizen science. Because again, if this they're not just doing this for a lesson for the class. This is material that's going to be used for research. That's going to be used to solve real world problems. So how did you share that idea with your students? And, and how would you suggest other teachers share that larger context uh, that, of how this information is being used? So yes, yeah, so when they when I told them about it, first I started off with letting them know that I went out and I spent the week with the Texas Trees Foundation. So um, letting them know that like the essays that they have to do, I did one as well. So I went out and I spent the whole week with them, learned about everything. So I think it was beneficial that they knew that I went through the process as well. Like this is something that I went through and learned as well, and I'm bringing the information back to them. So I think that. 
that was something that really caught their attention and I didn't go at it as if this is something that I already knew that I was an expert in, but it was something that I was interested in and that I thought they might be interested in so I'm bringing it back to them. Um, presenting the project, we also had someone from Texas Street Foundation to actually um, speak with them. And so that helped as well for them to see someone outside of the classroom and see how they're implementing projects all over the state of Texas. So they were able to see how what they're doing fits into that larger purpose. That's that's awesome. So I'm a teacher listening to the podcast. I'm intrigued. What tips do you have for for me to get started as a as an ag teacher in this topic and utilizing the, the lesson that we have on uh, teachgrandchallenges.com and, and those things? So I think this lesson will be definitely fit into any um, unit that you want to do on natural resources. Um, the materials are very simple. You just need either like a ruler or some type of measuring tape, um, calculator. And if you don't have like the, a smartphone or Wi-Fi to take out, they can do the plotting when they get back to the classroom. But it's very simple. I've incorporated in some YouTube videos to kind of help you get started. But it's a very simple process. Um, not many materials. Um, it's, it's very simple, but the kids would definitely enjoy it. Well, Ashley, this is fantastic. I, I, I really am, am taken aback by, again, the simplicity that you talk about, because sometimes we, we, we think about citizen science and we got to have all these beakers and test tubes and flux capacitors and whatever else going on to do this. But you've brought this down to, to just some, some basic equipment that every school is going to have, and you're going to be able to connect them to real science, real research that's happening and learning something that's happening in learning. So Ashley, thank you so much, one, for being part of the, the Grand Challenges Project. Again, I want to tell everybody to go to teachgrandchallenges.com to learn more about Ashley's project and all the projects that are on, on there. And you, because as, as Chris mentioned, you have a very unique way that you did this, and it's going to be very powerful, I think, for teachers to, to do those things. So anything else you want to share with us before we take off today? Thank you. I really enjoyed going through the process before my kids do it, did it, and I'm so excited to for this to be available for other students and teachers as well. All right. Thank you, everybody. And everybody on Alpelish, be sure again to go teachgrandchallenges.com. That's teachgrandchallenges. Actually, thank you so much for being with us today here on Alpelish. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Owl Pellets. Check out our website for more information on this topic and to learn more about our guests. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay connected. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. For Mike and Becky, this is Brian here by the Owl Pellets saying thank you and we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Owl Pellets Tips for Ag Teachers.